Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good morning from New York City. Rain-soaked, soggy. Hope everybody is safe and sound and dry and with power as we endured the tropical storm over this you know, I weekend. I play that music every day in my car. Yeah, I bet you do. You can tell by the, the pitch you hit there. With, mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the words down and everything. <laughs> I say to my wife, because she sings along a lot around the house, I'm always like, man, it, it's like Taylor Swift is right here in the house. Gets her really mad at me. You know, when you hit notes like that, See, if Keith, I was you, I would say that to, to my yourself. wife, though. Why not? And make her laugh. Yeah. Don't, I, don't have, I don't have that problem. Oh, okay. I'm right. sorry, have that sir. Issue, all right. We, we, we can laugh at each other in our house. All right. That's what we do. But, anyways, 888 ESPN, 888 I'm sure. <laughs> we might. We might. Or maybe we'll just laugh at how bad the Eagles are. But we'll also laugh at the fact that maybe they actually have a quarterback, Key. Maybe they have one. Who? Yeah, Zach Wilson. Oh, yeah. He He's looked, looked good again. He cool. He has. Before we get to that topic, though, on at KeyJNZ, we're asking this question, and it doesn't include Zach Wilson. Which rookie quarterback should be the week one starter? Let's assume Zach Wilson is going to be. You know why? There's no one else on the roster. Uh, let's assume Trevor Lawrence because he was the number one overall pick. But of the other three, of the, uh, like, we'll give you three anyway. There's five of them from the first round. Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones. So far, 2,800 votes. I'll tell you who's leading. You can tell me. Justin Fields. Correct. By, uh, by a lot. 60, by like 80%. Is 60% <laughs> yeah. he's getting the votes. Who do you think is number two, though? And it's close. Mac Jones, Trey Lance. Mac Jones, man. He gonna, <laughs> they got him still at number two. Look. You just hate that, don't you? Because that's delusional. Well, he's not starting. Well, the question is not, it's who should be. So it's an opinion. How you go? It's not who will be. It's not a prediction. It's Whatever, an opinion. Man. He's not. No. No. So it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Now no. he may eventually play, but not right. Or not in yeah. week one. Yeah. Well, Josh McDaniel said that he's the starter right now. Yeah, right now. Right he's now. He's the starter now. Yes, and that now means tomorrow. For now. That means tomorrow. It well, it just means for now. That's, that's what it means. I also asked this question uh, earlier in the show, and some of the answers I'm getting are kind of interesting. Uh-oh. Uh, they're, they're funny because I, I, said, I asked you how much does a practice player make. I said I was about 90. 90-ish? Yeah, you suggested 90. Yeah. And I just said if you had the choice, I don't mean like old guys. I mean like all of us like later on in our lives, we're not going to play football. But if you had the <laughs> chance, you know, when At you're younger. years old. Yeah, if you're younger. Yes, you play. Choice, it's the same amount of money now. Same amount of money. Would you be a practice player for a couple of years doing that? Yes. Or did you want to be in an office job? No. Same amount of money. No, because I. what if I get my break? What if I get my Kurt Warner moment? Mm. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick around for a couple of years, but at some point, though. Like, After no, a while, it's like, all right, it's yeah, time. And I've had to have those conversations with dudes before in the locker room. I'm like, man, I don't mean to be the dream killer or nothing <laughs> like that. Crush your dreams, but come on, man. You're going to be the reaper? It's time to – you can't keep – you know, and I've had conversations with, with, with guys that have played yeah, and they've been out of it two and three years, and they still tell me, oh, man, I'm working out, man. I'm going to try to see. I'm going to go work out and see. I'm like, come on, man. It's, time it's hard to, to turn it off. Like, no, nah, but you it's time to, to it shut off. it down, yeah, man. it's hard to. After you played in the National Football League and after a couple years of you sitting on the sidelines 
and not doing nothing, not playing football, you've already lived the dream. You beat the odds. Yeah. But the, this this continuing to go work out and hope that the coach is going to sign you and all, that's, that's – no, man, stop. Well, you reached that point I'm of reality. To, I'm trying to help you now understand <laughs> that it's time to move on in your life and become a grown-ass man <laughs> to take care of his children and provide for you and your family – in the work environment, the longer you prolong this, the longer things or the more things get beyond the opportunities that's there for you. Naturally. And that's, that's what you try to but tell But you know them. what I'm referencing. I'm referencing yes. like that, that first time through, like, look, would you do this? Yes, Or would you okay. just, just get, get, get into your job? Now, again, you'd have to love football. Just like if you're playing in the minors for a bunch of years in any other sport. You'd have to love that sport to do it. But I, I don't think people realize how much it hurts, though. And what I mean by hurt. Physically. I mean, it hurts. It's pains to train as hard yeah. as you have to train yeah. to compete on a daily basis. And on top of that, when you finally get hit in your chin, see, people look at it in TV and they don't realize, man, that stuff hurt. Yeah. Like, it, it hurts more than what you think. Those sharp metal uh, face masks hitting against your arm and your muscle. It hurts. Yeah, and then besides that. Or somebody stepping on you. Yeah, and then hurts. get up and do it again. It's not like you can sit there for a minute and gather yourself. No, 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 no. We got a play clock. Let's go. I mean, you know how many times I threw up working out and it was in shape and still earled because it just it, it just couldn't, nothing I could do. Did you said earled? Earl. You know, bleh. Hurled? Earl. So... <laughs> So Justin says on Twitter, I'm a pharmaceutical labor worker, Teamsters. I've played organized football up to the college level. I'd have to say I'd take my blanky union job over 90K for the practice squad any day of the week. For the first couple years, he probably – I mean – Again, 90 meaning either you work in an office for the same money, not I make more so I'm happier doing this. No, no, no. Same cost. Plus you got to remember you're only doing it for 17 weeks. It, for the first couple, well, 18 now, for the first several years, then at, at some point you're going to get too old. Of course. But, I mean, when you're young, you're only doing it for 18 weeks. I'm just saying I would I would have, if, if I was healthy enough to do yeah. it, I would have played somewhere. I would have gone minor somewhere or something you'd like that. I would have done it. For 18, yeah, for you 18 weeks, play as long sure. as you can. To me, if you love nah, the game that it. much, no, as long as you can until you you got your fill. Right? You play as long as you can. Don't apologize I mean, I it. guess. I just, I don't know. I, I, I look at it a little bit different, I guess, because I played. But, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do it past a certain point. Of course. I just couldn't do it. Right. But you also were different because even if I a wasn't, very young even, age. If, even if I wasn't, even if I went the last pick of the draft, at a certain point I have to realize that I'm probably not going to make it. I'm not going to still be right. out there. But until I get to that point, chest. whether it's four years of it, because they're going to scream at I'm you. Playing. They're going to scream at you the same. Actually, they're going to scream at you worse more. than they scream it at the dude that's making all the money. But you also have to have. You, you talk about the physical part of it, right? I don't know why I'm going off on a tangent on this. I just, no, it's, it's a fine. rainy Monday. It's no, no big deal. But I also think the mental, you, how mentally tough you have to be, because you know you're really a nobody compared to everybody else Man, there. You're at the, you're in, but in, I'm showing up every day because I love it. I'm coming every day because I love it. I See, want this life. Yeah, you love it and all that's great, but <laughs> until somebody hits you, though, <laughs> yeah, until that. Brian Cox hits <laughs> you or Mo Lewis catches you or yeah, that's Rodney Harrison catches you going across the middle. Now, remember, Rodney Harrison is just going to hit you because he's going to treat you as a stunt dummy. 
He's just really, that's how he's looking at you. Right. You don't really mean that to the You're team. You're nameless, faceless. Yes, he's just going to try to run through you just for practice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I, I certainly would. I don't know if anybody else agrees or disagrees at Key J and Z. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, let's get to the Jet uh, topic here real quick. So, so Zach Wilson, I, I, another game. He looks good. No, he looks good. He, he, he looks he good. Right. He and, uh, and Corey Davis seem to really have something special, a connection at least. Um, you know, his, his, he just has done very well. He's been efficient. He's looked good. So, you know, you keep kind of downplaying everything with the Jets this year. But, <laughs> no, you do. You downplay. I know they're not going to be good, Keith, but do, could you at least say they've got something? Or is this go back to what you say? Man, it's preseason. He's playing against a lot of backups. It's another week in a row where he's not feeling a lot of but starters. But the Packers doing, didn't play a lot of starters. But he's doing things that make you think he has a shot. He looks right. Can I say that? Yeah. Yeah, he looks he looks the part. He looks like he belongs. I don't think that they missed on him um, yet. Oh man, just why'd you have to add yet? Because it, I, what else am I gonna say? I'm oh, Jets don't going say to, yet. Jets going to Super Bowl this no, year. They get ready to win the division. You were fine where you were. You didn't know to go. You didn't need to go to yet. They're doing a good job with him. Okay, I like some of the throws that he makes. There's nothing wrong with that. I like his ability to move around in the pocket. I just know that they're not throwing a lot of different things at him right now. And what will it be in the regular season? Like, I've seen this movie before with players at all positions in the preseason. It's like, yeah, we got one. And then when the regular season comes, it's like, damn. It's like Browning Nagel going 4-0. Yeah, it was see? before your time with the Jets, yeah, but still. There you go. Um, meanwhile, I, Adam Schefter tweeted this. Now, you remember Carl Lawson with that, that yes, injury, the Achilles. Hurt. They yep. lose him. He said the Jets, after that injury, the Jets are now looking for ways to acquire a pass rusher to help fill the void. Per sources, a trade before the season is being explored, and some are suggesting could they maybe try to make a trade with the Cardinals for Chandler Jones. I think that would send quite a message if you're Joe Douglas, if you're the Jets, if you do something that aggressive, is letting your fan base, not your team know, hey, you know, this isn't just some rebuild, we're punting on the season. No, we're trying to build something here. Look, it would be a good trade if the Jets wanted to trade for him. What The question is, what will they have to give up to get a guy like Chandler Jones, who's 31 years old? Got to pay him. 30, 31. And mm-hmm. you have to pay him money when you didn't want to pay Jamal Adams, but you got to pay him. And on top of that, if you're Arizona. Wouldn't you say there's a difference between him and Jamal Adams, though? As for, as for, what? for what you need impact-wise? Not really, but no? I'm just saying the whole point is that they didn't want to pay. They, they just said they just didn't want – they'd rather move on right, from it. Right, But you're bringing in a pass rusher, those sort of things. Now, if you're Arizona, why are you getting rid of one that you wanted to pair with J.J. Watt? And now I'm sure Chandler Jones saw the money that y'all gave J.J. Watt and said, well, hold on, man. Mm-hmm. This dude at the end of the line – and y'all paying him as if he's in the front of the line, and y'all got me sitting over here begging and pleading for money. I want out of here. This ain't right. But Arizona, when they went to get J.J. Watt, I'm sure Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury made a decision and said, well, we got Chandler on one side, coming off injury, and we got J.J. Watt. We're going to be a force to be reckoned with. So if Arizona's getting rid of him or thinking about moving on from him, what is that going to do to their defense and all the high hopes that they have in the desert. So you, are you saying that like that should be an option for the Jets or you don't think it's a reality? Like, Because, again, this is being kicked around. No, nobody – like, Shefty didn't what report you, what this. What are you asking for, though? If I'm the Cardinals, what are you asking for Chandler Jones? Am I, am I 
Are you asking for multiple picks? Like, what are you? What's the compensation that I have to give you for a guy? And are we willing to make him one of the top highest-paid pass rushers in the league? Because that's what it's going to take, based on what he wants. Well, it, it is certainly something interesting. Like I said, and I, if you're spending happens, that money for this year, yes, Keyshawn said it, it's a punted year. Are you wasting money on a punted year? But is it, though, because you're building – you're trying to build – come on. I mean, it's been 10 years since they made the playoffs. They're trying to build something, trying to set a tone, not only with their fan base, but in that locker room. That, no, like, well, this is not going to be – we're not trying. We lost a guy. He's an important piece of a defense Yeah, but you can go sign good. somebody to be a rah-rah guy because that's what it sounds like you're looking for. No, no, I'm looking for an impact guy. And that's what Lawson was supposed to be, and they lost him. And to make a move like this would be – But if Lawson was there and they wanted to go get Chandler Jones, then I'm all for it. All right, well, how about this? Shefty's saying that they're in the market to try to replace him rather than whoever's on the roster will just move him up, next man up thing. They got the one guy already, though. The guy who's going to be the backup, was the backup to him. They're similar, very similar. Yeah, I forgot why I can't remember his name. Something Ben something. But uh, he's actually been pretty impressive. All right, 30 for 30 podcasts at the Undefeated present the King of Crenshaw. This four-part series examines how Nipsey Hussle's life, death, and legacy impacted the sports world particularly the NBA. Here, DeMar DeRozan, Isaiah Thomas, and DeMarcus Cousins, among others, explore the realities of life as a black man in America, Nipsey's dedication to South L.A. and his community, and how Nipsey inspired millions. The marathon continues. The King of Crenshaw. Binge all four episodes now on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, let's do some A to Z right now on KJZ ESPN Radio. Alan Hahn with Key. So Miguel Cabrera hit home run number 500. He did so uh, in Toronto against the Blue Jays. And he had 446 home runs at the end of the 2016 season. He had 38 that year. He hasn't more than 16 home runs since because of age and injury and everything else. He's one of five players ever with 500 home runs and a career batting average above 310. He's also 45 hits shy of becoming only the seventh player who would have 500 home runs and 3,000 hits. Here's Miggy on what it meant to him to get to 500. I mean, a lot. Like I said, not only for me, you know, the people around me, the team, my teammates, the organization of Detroit, uh, my coaches, the money I have from my whole career, the people from Venezuela, uh, my family. I think it's like it's really big because uh, it's something special for my country, for my family uh, to able to do this. Um, I'm really happy, uh, but at the same time, I got to stick focus. I got to uh, keep to my doing and trying to help the team to get better and win more games. Key, 500 home runs was for a lot of times in the, in the history of baseball, like this, this milestone that very few players got to since 2011 players. He's the 11th player to do it. Now there's 28 players to have done it. Is 500 home runs impressive? I mean, over the course of a career, certainly it is. But getting to 3,000 hits certainly would make this a more exclusive club for Miggy. But he's a great player and certainly a great hitter. I think both are, though. 500 home runs is still a lot, no matter how you know, how many times it's been done, it's a milestone. That's why we're having a conversation about it. But 3,000 hits, that's even more impressive. It's almost like, I don't, you know, batting percentage-wise, it has to be high for you to be able to go up to the plate. 310, yeah. Yeah, and and be able to 
you know, connect and be able to do those sort of things. And it's not a whole lot of people that's capable of doing that. And doing it in the same season, too, and if doing he it possibly could do it. 45 hits to go, of course. So it still has to get it done before the end of the season. But quite the story there. Miguel Cabrera's 500th home run was the overnight delivery in the Tigers' 5-3 win. Overnight delivery brought to you by USPS. Business is changing, and the USPS is changing with it. Find out how at USPS.com slash New Roots. The United States Postal Service, priority you. We continue A to Z on KJZ. Larry Fitzgerald, who's kind of still out there. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? And during an interview on SiriusXM's Let's Go, that he and uh, Tom Brady together, um, the 11-time Pro Bowler was asked if he was going to be a radio broadcaster or is he going to play again. He said, for now... I'll be a radio broadcaster, but then he adds, why? I just don't have the urge to play right now. I don't know how I feel in September, October, November, moving forward, but I just today I just I just don't have the urge and um, you know, I think I have to be respectful of that. Football's not one of those games you want to walk out there and um play and not be fully engaged and, and ready to prepare uh, and do the things necessary that you need to do. Now in, in hearing that, and now Larry Fitzgerald is an unrestricted free agent, seventeen years with the Cardinals. Uh, Ryan, when we and I were talking about, you know, practice squad guys and you only do it for a couple of years and then it's time to go, Ryan on Twitter asked, when was, when was the moment you said, the hell with this, it's time. It's time for me to walk away. And for Larry Fitzgerald, does it sound like he's kind of at that place? I was at that place. So when I came into the league, I only wanted to play 10 years. So when I left the Cowboys in my 10th year, I had at that point decided, you know, I don't want to play for, I'm done. But Dan Henning, who was my offensive coordinator with the Jets, was the offensive coordinator in Carolina. And, and at the time, Mike Holmgren was still coaching in Seattle. Jeff Fisher was in Tennessee. And so they started talking to me. I got on the – I actually was in St. Louis on some business. And then I wind up getting on the phone talking to um, Dan Henning. Mm-hmm. And, and then I said to myself, okay, they had just gone to the NFC Championship game. And Steve Smith was – they was locking him down because he was the only guy as a long ranger in Carolina, right. and they had just lost. And I said to myself, I said, man, you know what? Let me go Let me go to Carolina and just see what they're talking about. So I got down to Carolina, and I just started talking, and Dan kind of convinced me to play one more year. I said, okay, man, I'm – just because, you know, we – me, you, Parcells, we're we going to – okay, I'm going to do it. And so – but I – after that, I didn't want to do it anymore. I just I did it that one extra year, but I only wanted to play ten years. That's all I wanted to do. When did you know ten years? Like because when did I, ten years become your like that's all I'm in college. Do? In college, what? in college, I said I only want to play ten years. Why? Because remember, as I always said, I was never chasing a gold jacket. I understand longevity allows you to get a gold jacket. I didn't want to play fifteen years to get a jacket. I wanted to accomplish things fast. I wanted to go to the Pro Bowls fast. I wanted to win a Super Bowl in my career. I wanted to do uh, some good things, 1,000 yards, 10,000 yards, things of that nature. I accomplished that so fast. And in the end, I'm like, I did everything I wanted to do, so what's there left to do? It's a perfect opportunity to go to ESPN. Norby and the gang came a-calling. And I said, cool, I'm going to start my broadcasting career at that point in time because – you know, chasing stuff wasn't me. I wanted to help my family. And in in when I got drafted, immediately, that's all I wanted to do. I didn't, 
you know, there's a lot of guys that have other goals and mm-hmm. accomplishments, and much like Larry, Larry, like I don't have the urge to do it right now. Well, he's 17 he, years, he, he but I'm in, good. Yeah, he put in I'm 17. Good. Now he said, I own part of the Phoenix Suns. I'm making money. I'm good. Now he again, it's 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 a big co- topic in Arizona. I mean, it's all they talk about. I'm mad they at him, love though. him there. But I'm mad, mad at him. For? I tell him that all the time. I'm pissed at him, though. What? Because he's supposed to have a championship by now. If he'd have took his butt to New England when they wanted him, he'd have a couple rings. Because that type of guy deserves a Super Bowl ring. He deserves one. Got that good. It's right. like a. It's like a a Chris Paul. He deserves a a NBA title. Amazing that Melo. He deserves Phoenix. an NBA title. Period. Mm-hmm. And Larry Fitzgerald deserved one, but he wanted to be in Phoenix in the Phoenix fan base. I get it. But at some point, you gotta look out for yourself, Tom. Well, he's also look, yeah, yeah. Eventually, you go. I'm not gonna get it here. I gotta you go somewhere gotta else. You gotta see that. Dame Lillard. Even though they had it, even though they had a shot and a chance, except the Steelers got him, clipped him in the end. Yeah. Well, again, uh, speaking of uh, Cliff Kingsbury, said the ball's in his court when it comes to uh, yeah, whether or not he's gonna come absolutely. back, and they'll have a place for him if he yeah. wants to come back. So they're they're there open arms if but he wants if, to but play. If, but do you want to be Larry Fitzgerald like and to. catch 40 balls and just – like you don't – like he said, man, you can't be out there. That's what I was talking about, like practice squad and things of that nature. Like that stuff is hard, man. Mm-hmm. Larry did it for 17 years. So imagine how hard it's been for him for 17 years and to now pick it up again and try to restart it all over again to do what? Catch 40 balls? Like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, where would you be in this I offense? Yeah, still, right? I – Right. No, nah, I'm, so I'm straight. You, would you say he's all set then? You think this is it? We've I, seen the end of it, of, of Larry Fitzgerald? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Well. Unless he says, you know what? Somebody's calling that's really like, – like if Tampa Bay all of a sudden called that was really close. Can he, though, if he knows the Cardinals want him, and yet he says, no, nah, I'm not going to play here, but I'll go there – Got to be, that's, a that's, a, that's a business decision, though, yeah. right? That's a business yeah, you're decision. You're not coming back to the Cardinals because you think you have a chance to win a Super Bowl. Like, if that's be the only reason left, right? Like you said, if you're going to play, but go I think because it's se- I think because it's been 17 years that he's put in yeah. and the equity is there in Arizona, it would be almost like – I mean, they would understand, certainly, but it would be – I think there, was, there would be a section of people that would feel like he, if he left – to go chase a ring with a team that was better than Arizona, let's say Kansas City, for instance, mm-hmm. they want him. I think people will be like, oh, man, you you know, I think a section of people will feel that way. But then there'll be a large section of people that will oh. say, we bless it because you deserve it. Yeah. yeah you like me, I'm like, he deserve it. They should just give him one just honorary every year. 17 teams should just give him a ring. <laughs> I don't know if that's he tried, happen, man. But, but we've, he tried. we've seen a lot of sports. The he way tried that to help happen. Arizona get one. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide, and you can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, no contract. All in America's best network, Straight Talk Wireless, 5G capable device required, actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Kyle Shanahan refused to name Jimmy G the week one starter. Interesting. Key will tell you what that means after this. From DraftKings. Football's almost here, and there's no better place to get in on the action than with the with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. And the season is quickly approaching. DraftKings is your one-stop shop to make it rain all season long. To bring even closer to the action, DraftKings is giving all new players a free shot at a million dollars during week one. 
you haven't tried DraftKings yet, preseason is the perfect time to test your strategy. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching a game quite like having a free shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use code KJZ for a limited time. New players can get a free shot at a million dollars during week one. Don't miss out on the action. Enter code KJZ to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code KJZ, only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As a fan, this is amazing. This no, it is. is the time of the year. This is what we talked about. This is real, man. This is real. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. This is Marty Smith, and I'm ready. This is Max Kellerman, and the Giants are ready. This is Keyshawn Johnson. The Carolina Panthers are ready. Zellin Hahn, I'm ready. Football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin and continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. Brought to you by Skechers. Skechers, comfort included. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn with Key this morning here with you and joining us in studio, Kimberly A. Martin. How are you doing? My co-worker from the Jet Days. (laughs) I'm not that old. I I wasn't. No, I'm talking about him. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Not me. And he's older than me. Barely. Still older. But why are we doing this older thing? This is more news She day started alumni. it. She started That's it. That's what people I need just... to know, by the way. You know this, too. You're friends with Bob Glauber. Like, you know, Newsday My has churned Bob. out star after star. Mm-hmm. Kimberly Martin, certainly one of those from her time. Right, Keith? So I'm, I'm guessing you would put yourself, yourself in, in well, there. Clearly, the Newsday Club. Was I a Newsday? Or did I say it's churning out stars like 
<laughs> Kimberly Martin. Me? Yes. I don't know what you'd call me. I'm just, I'm here for, for you, Key. I'm here for you. I'm also here for hot news or not news. For now. And for, just like Josh McDaniel said about the quarterback situation. For in your now. I am QB1 for now. Uh, so you ready? I'm Came ready. Up, little hot, hot news. news or not news. Okay. News. My beloved Jets mm. are now looking for ways to acquire a pass rusher to help fill the void of the injury to Carl Lawson. This is according to Adam Schefter. Is this mm-hmm. hot news or not news? Oh, this is so hot. Ooh. This is flaming uh, <laughs> hot news. Um, only because, like, I was at Jets camp recently, and they were raving. Carl Lawson was mm-hmm. the guy. When we weren't talking about Zach Wilson, we were talking about, hey, okay, so this Carl Lawson guy, he's really tearing it up. And this is a team that's rebuilding, but on that D-line, that front seven, that Salas was so hyped about that group because you have, you have Quinnen, you've got guys, um, and for Carl Lawson to go down, it's bad. It's really bad. And I, I know Robert Salas doesn't want to say it that it's that bad, but this is huge. Yeah, no, I think, it is, I think it is hot news that he went down. I don't necessarily know that it's hot news that they would be looking to possibly acquire – another guy just simply because what's it going to cost you and where are the Jets going right now? Are they headed in the right direction this year but to ta- acquire someone? about all the guys that they've – the free agents that they've paid money to and they haven't seen a ton of return yet from Carlos and now is in that you're not going to get what he was going to give you. And to your point, this is a team that isn't – we don't expect a lot of things from the Jets this year. This is a rebuilding year. But it's just another year without with like some look. Look at Allen's face. It's been this 10 is years, this man. is why it's hot news because these Jets years. fans have been dying. No, it's hot, it's hot. It's hot news that he got hurt. There's no question about it. But to try and replace him, you are going out and spending more equity to try to duplicate the same thing. I just think that that. That's is why it's much. hot because you gotta wait. You you're yeah, wasting wait. resources. You're wasting resources because you you paid Carl Lawson to be here and he's not. Yeah, it just suggests that they're staying aggressive, which tells me they're not, as Keith said, punting on the season. Kimberly Martin <laughs> joining us right now in studio. Hot news or not news, and she's giving us a straight talk part to our straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. So the next headline for you, 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan didn't name Jimmy G his week one starter. Hot news or not news? I actually think this is not news, only because we know eventually this will be Trey Lance's team, right? I don't think him na- – like, if, if Shanahan had named Jimmy G the starter yesterday or today, would that, would that make you feel like, oh, okay, well, now I know what the 49ers are doing week one. We all kind of assume it's going to be Jimmy G. The question is, for how long? And Trey Lance, we've seen flashes. We've seen flashes mm-hmm. of, oh, boy, they better start Trey Lance. And then we see moments of like, oh, yeah, this is – yeah, yeah, that reminds me. This was a rookie – this was a kid who needed some seasoning. Mm-hmm. He needed lots of seasoning based on how much he was able to play in college. So I think for right now it was it's going to be Jimmy G unless Trey Lance takes some dramatic leap forward and says – and closes the door and says, no, Jimmy, get your ass on the bench. Yeah, I, no, it's okay. <laughs> I, I think it's not news. That's how we rock on the show. A lot, to, a lot for what Kim is saying right there. You look at Trey Lance, he's young. He has inexperience, 17 games at the FCS yeah. level, not even at the big power five level. That's a different situation in itself. He will play at some point in time mm-hmm. throughout the year, much like Kyle Shanahan said. But like all these other quarterbacks, the Mac Joneses of the world that everybody wants to try and put in front of Cam, not going to happen. Justin Fields in front of Andy Dalton, as of right now, not going to happen. And I don't see where Trey Lance will move in front of uh, 
what is it, Jimmy G, right this second. Mm Mm-hmm. Week four, week five, yeah. week three. I mean, you just never know. And it creates an asset, too, for the 49ers eventually. All right, speaking of quarterbacks and who's going to start and who's going to back up, no question who's going to start in Dallas as we continue with hot news or not news. But is this hot news or not news out of Dallas? Ben DiNucci throws three <laughs> picks in a preseason ben game. Uh, hmm. It It's hot only because – because of what we have going on with Dak, just because it's like it's been almost a year since Dak has been healthy on the field and has played, and it just rem- it was just a reminder to me, like, damn, behind Dak, like, who's the backup? Yeah, you know, like <laughs> what? Like if Dak is hurt or or if he isn't himself this season, you can- you feel really bad about this cow. Like I don't have a good feeling about the Cowboys season if Dak isn't close to a hundred percent, which mm-hmm. you would hope he is. Yeah, it's certainly hot news. No backup quarterback that I feel good about. Cooper Rush, best guy this preseason statistical-wise. He's only thrown three passes in the regular season. Not saying a whole lot. There's probably, off the top of my head, I think there's about six quarterbacks that could become available that I would sniff at. Three, Two of them are up in New England, hmm. one in, one in uh, Chicago. Chicago, and I believe two that potentially are in Pittsburgh because they're four, running four mm-hmm. deep. You got Joshua Dobbs. You got Mason Rudolph. You look at those, depending on what happens with Dwayne Haskins, then you obviously got Stenham, Stenham and, and Hoyer and then Nick Foles in Chicago. So you're kind of looking at that as a backup because the guys right now in Dallas, if something Mike Kimberly says goes wrong, they might as well cancel Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's, only in Dallas is the backup quarterback situation as big yeah. a story. But in that situation, you can certainly understand it. So hot news certainly it is. Great to see you. Good that was it. Thanks so too. much. Yeah. yeah. They need to call this, you know, Allen, Kimberly, and maybe Key. Like, they probably just, should change. You know what it is? You know what I'm it's, it's just, it's Don't give them friends. no more ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no more ideas. No more ideas. <laughs> That's what it is. Yes. And I'll no take that. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin for now. Presented by Progressive Insurance. A progressive that's making things even easier. Help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more. Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. So a bonus hot news or not news will do it just for Key. Plus... Hot Hands in Cincy, that's next. KJZ, ESPN Radio and ESPN News. Hey, it's Greeny, and it is a jam-packed football weekend. We'll have plenty of reaction on Monday to all the quarterback battles that are being settled, the critical injuries, and much more. See you then. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. Joining us right now, Jermaine Wiggins. Parcells is the only guy I know that yelled at everybody, but when he yelled at Key, he came right back at him. You want some more tweets, by the way? Uh, Chris said it's no surprise that Keyshawn disrespected his coaches. I almost cursed just now. <laughs> What's this dude's name? Uh, it would be Chris. Chris doesn't know anything about me and my relationship with my coaches. So, Chris, shut the hell up. <laughs> I wanted to use a different word, but I know I couldn't. <laughs> I get this all the time. How is it working with Keyshawn? Is he is he tough to deal with? Like, <laughs> he, like what's 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 he like? You're gonna always like, get that. Like what you see is what you get, and how you handle it is on you. I mean, that's yeah. basically how it is. How you react to it, that's on Have you. Have you had a blast here for how long? You been six months, five or six? It's been six months. Yeah. Have you had a blast working with me for six months? Yeah, it's been it's been great. Okay, just what, what, what do you checking. think? Oh, I'm just checking. Because people ask you, so I wanted to listen. I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not setting you up for failure. Oh, no, no, you already I'm did. just <laughs> asking you because people always ask people. Well, that's people, what you get. You get that all the time. It's just yeah, like, what's it's it a, like? It's and the all craziest stuff, and thing like, ever. It's like, fun. Literally, did I like set the world on fire like that as a player? Because literally, though. Outspoken wide receiver, <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson. No, but seriously, though, huh? No matter if it's you, people behind the scenes, executives, whoever. They're asked the same question. What's it like working with him? Like, what are you, like, seriously? When I first took the job, I think I told you the story. I first took the job at ESPN. I was walking in Bristol, and people was, like, looking at me like I had frogs on my face. And it wasn't because I was the athlete. They was just Worried. not sure on how to handle me because I might scream you. on yeah. them. I'm like, dude, no. Be careful what you ask him. Yes, you might me. get angry. I'll ask him if he'll do the interview. You just stay over there. <laughs> like, like they can approach me and I'll, ask me ask to do the car wash. It's okay. <laughs> My God. I must have really, really frightened some people as a player. That's, that, I think that's pretty that's much crazy. what it was. Whereas, whereas again, do you know we're I all different. the sweetest piece of cotton you could ever – oh, let me not say that because then you'll get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was the sweetest thing ever. Ever. You, like a peach. I, I just think it's all it's on you how you react to someone. You know that yeah. like if, if you just see them for who they are, or or just get to know people before you judge. And Greenberg, one of my greatest friends now, Mike Greenberg. As yeah. a player, he was probably like, eh. but now he's hey, how you doing, well, Eric? He's on every day. You as know, a Jets <laughs> fan, he probably loved you until it was until, time, I left. until you decided then he you put dollar to win si- he put dollar signs on a picture he probably had on me, cut oh. me out of an article and. Pasted me somewhere, you know, just all this silly jet stuff. <laughs> Throwing darts at you, yeah, so, so crazy to me. Well, I'm sure John Gruden's a big fan of yours, as, as you you did win a Super Bowl with him. How about this story, man? You have a little hot news, not news, a little addition. Uh, you know, part two, electric boogaloo. Yes. So, according to Athletic, sources say the Raiders called the Bears ahead of free agency. Remember, they were going to sign uh, – they, they wanted to sign Yannick Ngakwe. Mm-hmm. And before they did that, they called the Bears to ask about a reunion with Khalil Mack. Now, can you imagine so, that? So the Raiders wanted to acquire Khalil Mack before free agency and move who? What were they going to move, like well, Marcus I, Mariota or something yeah, like I don't, that? Yeah, I don't see all the details of what they would have offered, but, you know. No, but I'm saying they The point was, is that before they were going to sign you uh, had Ngakwe, <laughs> they actually were like, what if we got Khalil Mack but back? But this is being reported by the athletic, athletic not yes. anyone no, no, this that isn't, works with ESPN. us at ESPN. It's just a headline so that clear. came up that I just found, what? Like, 
funny. I can see that, though. I can see Coach Groot and Mike Mayock. Admitting a mistake? Well, they wouldn't admit the Their mistake. Their defense has been bad. That's but they been would, the it wouldn't be a mistake. It would be we can up. They would spin it as we can upgrade our defense by getting a guy who's had 17,000 million sacks in this league, who's very <laughs> productive. And we felt like if he was available for us, we should try and acquire him. Da-da-da-da-da-da. So they just looked at it as an acquisition, not a, we goofed, let's get this guy back in, in this yeah, place. Yeah, because one thing, our that, defense sucks. one thing when you're John Gruden, you're not worried about egg on your face. No, you're just not trying with a 10-year deal you don't. You're just trying to coach and win. Uh-huh. Like whether you – see, because what he'll say is it wasn't that I didn't like the player or the person. I just felt at the time it was the best move for our organization and our team in the direction we wanted to we go. We weren't at a place where now, we all that, needed to go. All like that, yeah. that shenanigans and yeah. all that. He would have given you all that. Interesting. And all those people would have just eaten it right out of his hand. They would have just <laughs> with no problem at all. <laughs> well, the Bears were not interested. So that, it went nowhere. But it was still, it's an interesting story. Again, the Athletic is the one reporting this. Uh, meanwhile, um, when we were talking to Anthony Munoz last week, mm-hmm. uh, the Hall of Famer, about the Bengals and their situation. Yeah. He openly ad- admitted it, and we all said the same thing, that he was disappointed they didn't go with a tackle. Uh, Penny Sewell obviously was there in the first round. Instead, they went with Jamar Chase. They went with the wide receiver who yeah. has that familiarity with Joe Burrow. Chase, after his, after his second preseason game on Friday, three targets, zero catches, and every one of them hit him in the hands. We got a problem here with uh, with the Bengals. Are you concerned about Chase and his ability to be an impactful uh, player early on for Joe Burrow? And also, did they make a mistake? Look, here's what I would say. It's very difficult to be successful out of college at the wide receiver position. And he didn't play last year. For a number – and he didn't play last year. He right. set out um, for a number of reasons. You got to first understand the offense, how fast this thing is moving around. You got to get in sync with people. Those windows are not – this is not LSU playing Vanderbilt. Them dudes is on your ass. And I'm talking about, like, right there as soon as you mm-hmm. blink. Like, it's – it's you know how you – You're open for a You know how a fly gets on you, you try to f- get him off of you, and he's gone before you even get a chance? That's how it is. And so, for him, he's got to continue to just keep working. The game will slow down for him if he has any ability whatsoever at the NFL level. We've seen a lot of college players have much success in college. The pro game never slows down for them because it becomes very mentally challenged. They can't, they can't from a mental standpoint, they just can't figure it out. It's too fast for them. Mm-hmm. They get hit, and they don't want it anymore. Like, he pulled up on one of those slants. He pulled up. Let's say he pulled up. He what does that tell there. you? What does that tell you that when he did that? Well, he didn't realize that that window was getting ready to close. Once he went, realizes that window's going to close, catch the ball, he's going to get in anyway. So, he, hopefully he will. I wouldn't have taken him with the fifth pick. I would have protected the quarterback right. and taken another receiver and let him go somewhere else. But they wanted him for whatever reason, and that's what it is for now. But I think, he, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, again, zero catches and three targets. But is it's it not a, even that, Is though. it a bad hands thing, he or is it getting, more up He was here? getting strapped, Mental. too, son. They well, was that, on him. As you were saying me that yesterday. Yeah, they was, was on him. him. They was Velcroing him. So that means he can't get that separation. That's not a yet. bigger issue. No doubt about that. All right, coming up, Bill Belichick is going to tell you what it will take for Mac Jones to unseat Cam Newton. Oh, <laughs> he's going to love this. KJZ, ESPN Radio Series.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.